heat extreme heat last time the planet was as heat as today was 125000 years ago so that give you some perspective where we are so when heat come it is almost invisible you cannot see it but for sure you will sweat it birds may vanish and plants may cry your vehicles may be untouchable there will be gun violence children's death score will go down there will be miscarriages there may be rape violence and even civil war in some countries some researchers tell it is attributable to the heat what we have so 250 years of industrialization it include everything from the industries to vehicles we have in fossil fuels to air conditioning all the things that contributed to almost 2 degree increase in temperature and it is expected to reach up to 6 degrees by end of the century and we are talking about such a heat that since 1990 it has cost almost 16 trillion to the global economy let's get started mm. a cautionary tale when we think about heat we don't think it is that much lethal to kill somebody for sure it will make you uncomfortable but we don't think it has will hurt us but this chapter talk about a story about girish tum two person one is the one is a software engineer and uh, his wife and one baby and one dog they started living in california nevada foothills and one day they they thought to climb over the mountain they all informed their relatives and all so they go there morning at 10:29 like that they reached the hills and they started climbing at 10:29 am and they, they left their truck to four people they climb over the mountain and they reach a river area but that time they start to feel the effects of heat for sure they have water and all so they have multiple option because they thought initially maybe if they stay in the shades of the tree maybe that's a good option they should have think about it because actually they died they they the dead bodies of these four people was been found on the mountains and based on that all this investigation start so if they could have stayed in that under the tree that could be better but they did not stay because they know that by afternoon it will be more more heat and so they have to better go fast also they don't have that much food to go until the afternoon and the river water is there but baby is there as well so they decided to climb back to the truck that's where actually the tragedy happens because we are somehow a bipedal organism or a, or a creature so we don't if our heart or our body is getting close to a heat it is just like a lethal loop 
like metabolism increase that will create more heat then it will go on creating heat which we cannot survive so they tried to climb back and girish tried to call somebody but unfortunately there was no network over there he did not call 911 uh maybe if you would have call him he could have reached them but he, that when there is such heat effects as i mentioned in the beginning there will be our cognitive skills or our thinking skills also will be or be affected so they got they fall there and they all died there including their dog especially dogs even though they have the coat and all they are more vulnerable to it because they cannot sweat so that is a story which explain there is heat can be killers or heat can killers let's go to the next chapter 2 how heat shaped us around 14 billion years ago universe formed then it started to cool down the actual life on earth it could have started after 100 million years ago around the volcano volcanoes having too much job hitting by asteroids and all it have a bond around it there first evolved the rna which evolved into dna to microbes that's actually life started somehow that that's where it is stand around 260 million years later we have to have creatures which are cold blooded cold blooded is something in the sense not in that way of cold blooded uh, it's where like they cannot control their own temperature themselves like amphibians reptiles and all these crocodiles all these creatures they have to somehow stay in the water and when they come out when they have a temperature they have to go back to the water that's how after that evolved warm blooded animals which include dogs cats whales tiger birds maybe flying dinosaurs call it and even human beings all started having that warm bloodedness where they have an they have an opportunity or they have an ability to manage their own heat body heat in 1975 donald johansen he found a fossil of a lady who lived around 3.2 million years ago surprisingly some evo- evo- evolutionary characteristics was found on her like hairs and they tried to evolve on that main thing what they found on lucy they called that that fossil a lucy it was that she is a bipedal like two legs there was a lot of things what created that bipedalism because they are trying to follow what evolutionary theory is talking about which where we come from other like monkeys and all that so somehow they try to explain that perspective they know that okay bipedalism may be there because that help us to have good run faster have more they can catch or they can hunt better they can run faster all these things but one of the main important thing what author is explaining why we have bipedalism is because that help us to have better away from the ground where we can enjoy the breeze and our body is able to manage its own heat it's not going to be 
over the ground like other animals. That was something they found there, bipedalism. After that, sweat glands, also we don't know when sweat glands actually started. From the fossil, they cannot find it. But somehow that's the, that's a characteristic of that. But there are many animals like that. Because, like for example, kangaroos, they used to spit on their hand. Uh, and there are giraffes which use their skin as thermal windows. Rabbits which use their ears as radiators. Lot of such characteristics are there. But one of the greatest miracles in that, that aspect is camel. Camel, actually, it is evolved from North America. So, it's not started in desert, that's what the fossil is telling. But it's a miracle in itself, because maybe you studied about how its legs are there, which can, which can survive the desert, yes. You maybe learned about his nose also. But there are something more important that its eyes are translucent eyes where it can try to see by closing the eyelids somehow. And so that way it can walk through the sandstorm. And even it has unusual oval blood cells which can pass through the thick blood which can expand also. So based on the water content, the blood cell, even that level it is characteristics is there. In winter, camel only drink up to like once every 10 days. Uh, but in, uh, Sorry, in summer. But in winter, it can stay without water for many months. Even it drink, it will urine, only urinate as only a one drop or something. That will be very thick. So with that aspect, it can even drink the water saltier than the seawater. That's how many, many organisms have shaped themselves around the heat through the ages, including us. Modern cities are heat islands. Maybe not only your offices, even your home, you will have equipped with air conditioning unit. So this air conditioning units in the cities is attributable to around 5 to 20 degree Fahrenheit extra in the cities compared to the other area. So currently we have around 1.7 billion people are living in cities. By 2050, it is going to increase around 70% of the global population is going to live there. So the point of heat is that it, it is not only affecting one part of the world. Okay, if you have heat island in the cities, it is not only going to affect the cities, the villages also will be affected. Also, even the USA is going to put too much carbon in the atmosphere. It is not, it doesn't stay on a boundary. It is going to affect everybody. Even if they starting in US, it will affect China, Pakistan, India, even African countries, everybody will be having that effect on. So, the heat island is an unusual characteristic of the industrialization and that is generating heat. Chapter 4, life in the run. For sure, if you are hot outside or if you are on the sunny day outside, you will run to reach your home. 
for sure but let us think about in a wide perspective in the past decade 4000 species have migrated in different different places because of the heat marine creatures especially which live in the ocean they have no barriers and all they are migrating faster than us including sharks even bumblebees suited for cold climate they are also shifting their if that is getting more and more it will affect the pollinations and all even albert einstein told that insects are, if we are not in this planet it will survive but if bees are not there it cannot so only only one species actually found to stay in the heat compared to all other creatures i think you guess right it is human beings it is found that on the high risk heat areas in the home a real estate one real estate firm tried to research something they found that there is an increase of 4.7 percentage of the people who live in the high risk heat area increase in population was around 4.7 percent at the same time there was like hurricane risk or storm risk areas there was only a growth of 0.4 percent so 0.7 percent so that's how we think we think storm is more deadlier than heat but we are going to learn that's not the case anatomy of the crime scene let us try to take understand the anatomy of the heat so to understand heat for sure we have to understand how we try to understand from the center from the very prehistoric age fire was one of the greatest innovation of human civilization it helped a lot from protecting from animals to cook and all this for sure greek considered that earth is part of air water fire such things that was greek people thinking about it even they have gods around fire and all it as well generally even in indian hindu culture even the sun is a god like so that's how we stand in the terms of culture but one of the greatest breakthrough happened on an islamic golden age islamic scholar al biruni tried to understand if you give you some perspective albironi is the person who give us hours and minutes if you now you are able to quantify a day in 24 hours and then 24 hours into minutes such things was a contribution of this scholar albironi so he tried to understand what is that heat and all he did not make much that was somehow a start we have on a scientific as Then in 1602, Galileo Galilei invented thermometer, which actually have increase in air and down when there is a temperature. Later on, Fahrenheit replaced it with alcohol, and he made a thermometer after that. Later on, Celsius came. He made himself Celsius scale. Most of the degrees what we mentioned in the book is mostly Fahrenheit. that time there was two theories mainly there first one was kinetic theory of heat by isaac newton and there was a caloric theory by the father of chemistry or modern chemistry antonio lavoisier 
but it somehow stay there in the mystery until a break happened by a person a count rumford he was trying to work in bavaria he tried to work on some artilleries and all he tried to heat some cannons using a shaft and indirectly his mission was to create some military aspect and all but some coincidentally that changed to an experiment which is somehow an experiment of first law of thermodynamics or laws of thermodynamics he is using a heat force to run the shaft and then put it under the heat later on he put the cannon in the water and see how the temperature is increasing and he found that temperature is going increasing it that was actually a breakthrough on that aspect later on lord kelvin come and combine that one to dynamic theory of heat which is somehow the theory which we follow now and later in 1856 unite newton come and tell that carbon dioxide is making us warm nobody even even now if you learn about global climate climate change and all you think that okay that is something happening in arctic and antarctica why should we care maybe some countries presidents in their summit and all they discuss like that but actually this book tells you that is not the case even you and everyone is affected by it. so in 1896 greenhouse gas effect was being proposed but the real breakthrough on the climate science happened in 1988 when a nasa scientist james hansen was being testified by congress and he mentioned that earth is warming but the problem is that because if you are part of some technology or engineering and all you know about systems thinking so climate is somehow like like if you think about investing a stock exchange or you know, multiple variables are there. somehow that give it a name complex system so if it is a simple system you can easily identify the inputs and outputs and understand it but when it is a complex system it's need a complex model until that recently we don't have such a model later on a lady frederick otto she was uh, during hansen was been testified she was only 6 years old later she tried to study and philosophy in science and she tried to take a phd in climate science and her thesis was there about the climate science a modeling of earth climate an epistemic perspective correct so that was that 124 page document was the one of the greatest breakthrough in climate science even the golden standard of united nations for climate science is based on that Frederick Otto. That's where we stand about anatomy of the crimes. But actually, the heat wave, how the heat wave is happening, because there is ocean is somehow a transporter of heat. Our old book is about oceans, and all you can look into it. But mainly, the heat transport through the jet stream from west to east. If you follow the news channels and all the news. Anchors they like to show this blue and red 
things talking about topics so when there is a heat wave act, uh, happening it is actually making based on the rossby wave standard it's to miss up so you know the poles is cooler and tropic is heater so that's how that jet streams up but think in a in way that okay when pole also become heater then the whole thing will have a destabilizing that will somehow create a twist in the jet's rossby wave and it will get warmer and warmer inside it will multiply inside itself that somehow creating the heat after six magic valley for russian ukraine war maybe there is many definitions for that but one of the important aspect of that is okay nato have ukraine tried to join nato so russia has to defend itself there is some justifications and all and also american is also they are not that much care on dealing with lot of countries they have their own politics but the point here is that attack on ukraine actually affected one of the greatest basket or food basket of the whole world there was one of the greatest wheat exporters in the country so the heat around 2050 around 8 to 10 billion people will be there so that much food is required so heat increase actually it's affecting more to plants than us for sure animals can migrate and all but plants that's not the case also we human beings comparatively we are 60% water but plants are 97% water they are more vulnerable to that and when the heat comes uh, there is a different thing okay for sure some plants will die their blooming cycle will change even the corn which is somehow a food very common in the processed foods and all in our and all we have ultra processed foods and all about talking and all hey so the corn one acre of corn can sweat around 4000 gallons of water that much water intensity so the when the heat come the corn will going to drop for sure then you need corn because corn is there in the from the ice cream to the cereals and even in the gasoline use it in the fuel ethanol is actually made from corn so then you have to disturb amazon forest and try to farm there as well corn which is again going to affect the heat and warming because plants are there we'll come to that topic so that's where we stand in terms of corn and food defect even rice for example rice on a high heat scenario rice will absorb more arsenic and also it will absorb less nutrients so the rice is somehow one of the major food for a big population of the world so the nutrition of the food they also will be affected by the heat okay chapter 7 block okay if water is heated any 6 year old will know that okay water will expand okay that we will know but how that steel is on a bucket or a pan or something but can you think about it in a vast scale of ocean how it will be affected that's what happened in 2013 pacific heat block 
they name it as blob, specific heat wave. It affected phytoplankton. Phytoplankton is very small microplants, which is actually a food for trees and small, small fishes. Those fishes were being fed by big fishes, like including the whales. So when the heat wave affected the phytoplankton, it disturbed the whole food chain. There was lot of deaths of whales and lot of things was there in the Pacific globe. And ocean is actually a big economy. Around 255 billion, it is contributing to the GDP of United States. That is actually the small degree increase will affect on such even coral reef. It has, it is internally having xenol and all the uh, another plants. It will be affected by small degree change and their marriage between the plants and the microbes will be affected, which also is going to disturb that. So, what we think about climate change as something like ice is melting, that's not the, actually the case. It is even affecting the whole food thing, even in the water and in the land. Chapter 8, sweat economy. Even the economy grow, most people are knowledge workers and working in the offices and all. There are still people working outside. What will happen if the temperature is increased? Okay, some people think or they have such a prejudiced mindset telling that, okay, some like a people of color, they are more tolerant to heat. But in actual fact, that's not the case. Because that was somehow as a justification for slavery. When the hot, when heat is more, it will affect the skills, equipments will fail. And even nowadays, many countries are having afternoon breaks and all these things. But still, that is getting affected. Some people, some countries are following, but Still, that's not that true. The whole economy will be affected in terms of sweat. Yes. Chapter 9. Ice at the end of the world. If, if a 1 to 2 degree increase in city is acceptable, maybe you think, okay, 1 to 2 degree increase in the Arctic and Antarctica, that's a big deal. Around 70% of the earth water is actually frozen there. there. This small change will affect the whole ecosystem there. That's how it is. And also, many, many, many animals live there. As I mentioned, that is actually an equilibrium of the whole, whole planet. So, when that is affected, seals, polar bears, even there are some viruses will come to that. Some virus, they are staying there since many years in that folds, that will come outside, that will migrate. Many, even they found polar bears in different places now. They'll try to find their own habitat. Mosquito is my vector. Aedes aegypti, that's a mosquito which, mosquitoes you know, it will, it can sense the carbon dioxide, in the warmth of a person, then it go to a skin. It will, especially the female mosquitoes, it need blood for creating a, like a and like offsprings and all. 
So they just they inject around six syringes inside the one small hole and then it puts some anti-collagen and collagen agent and all and it takes out the blood. At the same time, it is transferring the virus or the disease into your blood. So, for sure, mosquitoes like warm or heat. So, if there is going to, planet is going to hit heater and heater, that means the space or realm of mosquitoes is going to be increased. In 1970, or during that 1970s and all, around nine countries were having dengue fever. It is Egypt's famous for dengue fever. Malaria is a different one. So now around 100 countries have dengue fever. And it is going to increase more. By 2080, 60% of the population will have dengue fever. And as I mentioned, permafrost uh, in Arctic. Uh, even Bill Gates, the author was talking about, he talked one day to Bill Gates. And Bill Gates did not get asleep one day. He was thinking, thinking, okay, what will happen to the world if the virus living there in the Arctic will come out? It will be another pandemic, maybe more worse than what they have. Yes. Then they found that bats, it is transmitting, say, Nipah virus, we know about malaria, yes, Lyme disease. All these diseases will increase because all these disease transmitting things, they are like bomb. Warm. Or warmth is helpful for such bee. So that is going to increase by climate. Chapter 11, cold air. Cheap cold air. So, before air conditioning, people use ice as a way to cool the atmosphere somehow for patients and all this. Then another guy came, Gori. He tried to invent a way where he can pump the water through the pipe and that way it can cool and then somehow create an artificial cold air using a steam engine. So in 1960s, like after that carrier came, after carrier, he's actually somehow invented the modern air conditioning system where we have the filled water and then condensation and such things was happening on that way. So that's more mostly like air conditioning. So in 1960s, cities are getting having ACs. It actually, even in Texas and all the places. In 1974, they got a point that, okay, the CFCs, fluorofluorocarbons from the air conditioning is actually going to affect the ozone layer. People did not listen much, that was it. But in 1985, they actually found a hole in ozone. So that was a defining moment. After two years, Montreal Protocol was there, then countries decided to ban chlorofluorocarbon. That was an effective decision. They changed to CFC to hydrofluorocarbons. Okay, that is not going to affect ozone layer, that's fine. And this hydrofluorocarbon is actually a gas inside this air conditioning. Okay, it will not emit. 
when you are pushing on the air conditioning, HFC is not going to. But HFC is going to stay there. The point of HFC is that it is many, many times more potential than carbon dioxide in terms of generating harm. Many multiples of If these air conditioning units are going to stay and stay, it will stay as, as an ecological waste in the planet and it is going to affect or add to the warming as Chapter 12 is mostly talk about a lot of stories in terms of um, reporting and all. Talk about reporting. There is no much points there, but I'll try to quickly capture some points about the uh, heat wave index and metrics. Because in earthquake and all, we have seismic scales where we have, okay, this much uh, 5 or 6 or 7 earthquake is that and all. But heat is a different, especially also naming of that. Even hurricanes, they put lady name like Katrina and all such things. He women were not happy with that. Also, later on they changed it to men and women names and such. So communication aspect was also there. But the point is that somehow we need to identify something to solve it. So that's how the naming convention, this World Meteorological Organization, is part of United Nations, is now putting the names and so that naming is actually important or understanding it or communicating it was really important that somehow this chapter is talking more about that we'll go to the next chapter 13 paris is a wonderful city eiffel tower and a lot of things and actually one of the main speciality of paris it's during zing roof building. It is beautiful. It was actually a contribution of Napoleon III and he made the city in that way. Zing was beautiful. It was non-corrosive. It can stay for a lot of years. That way it was a wonderful thing. Except or until 2003 it killed around 15,000 people under the Zing group. Is actually that much lethal. So, the point is that zinc actually increased that heat. So, they tried to solve that because the problem is that even there was some protest or some people, group of people were telling we have to make it zinc roof of Paris as a world heritage and all. So, that much important. But they cannot easily change something. There are some countries like Singapore and uh, Seoul in North Korea, they have put $900 million just to change highways and all and that contributed a lot to that. There are some countries like Korea, Singapore are able to do that. But Paris, it's not that easy. You cannot change all that roof. Just and one point I was talking about is that we can put an insulation below the zinc roof, but that support was not that enough. Later on, they come to a proposal where they put a wooden platform above it and make a separate support and put gardening. That may be not into. That was there. There was talking about such things as well, and they have planting trees as well. That's an important. Okay, everybody knows that. Okay, plants are going to consume carbon dioxide. Even fossil fuel companies they keep on telling the story. Okay, fossil fuel is good for the plants. And they started planting plants. Even Singapore, it's a small country. They can do many things. But still, we have to appreciate somehow. 
because Singapore only is like consuming country and such. But they have kept that much attention that almost all the building you can see green greenery. That was the point. The point of planting was enough to take a big perspective to understand where we stand in terms of trees. Around 15 billion trees are getting removed or destructed every year. And we are planting around 5 billion. So overall, our net loss is around 10 billion. So we are still losing 10 billion trees. So we are not having, for sure, plants are good. But the progress is not hopeful over. Last chapter is about the melting in Arctic. Somehow we talk about this. But there is another aspect of melting of ice in Arctic, which is the methane gas. Methane is 15 times more potential than carbon dioxide. So that is going to add up to the global warming. So normally as ice melts, that will change the total ecological climate system. It will increase the water level, make a lot of people not able to live around the coastal areas. And that's all there. Apart from that, as we mentioned, there is permafrost. Viruses are there, methane. So global warming or climate change is not something that as simple as things is going to affect each and every one of them. So that is something this book is talking about. The heat will kill us. Until we come across with the next book. Thank you. Bye for now. So, no, 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 no.